Ooh, hello, people, if anybody's watching. Um, hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of Rogue's Gallery Podcast, where we talk about everything D&D and TTRPG. And this week, we still have the main cast. We have me, Aina, then there's Rain, there's Crit, and there's War. Um, yeah. So... Uh, each of us hold a section of the show from news, stories, homebrews, and like a bunch of other things and we're just here to talk about all things D&D and TTRPG. So I don't really have much else to say there. Um, so let's just throw it to Rain with the news. Okay, so this is where I became a dum-dum and realized that my audio was effed up and uh, the stream could not hear parts of the um, stream as they should be where the others are talking so when Rain is actually uh, talking about the news here nobody can actually hear about it and and I didn't know about it until a very nice viewer in our stream your call which was also Crit's friend who uh, often comes when Crit is in our sessions uh, in our episodes actually mentioned this to us so we're just gonna speed this part up until you can hear everything again which is why everything was so painfully um, quiet at the at the start and you can hear all of the things even my background noise which sucks I'm so sorry about this so let's just continue fast forward don't worry uh, Rain will give a summary of what he basically has said once we fix this audio <laughs> i think that's it i think can you can you s hey yeah, i'm so not a pro streamer i told you <laughs> okay okay can you hear now can can there the the bar is there if the bar's moving that they should hello, be here hello. yeah the but yeah, really? point, point is, what? at the end of the day, you know, I just woke up, half the pie was eaten, and the girl's head was missing, and, like, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, because nobody heard the content of the story. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I tried making my own tabletop, that's the TLDR, and uh, it was very good, probably, possibly. I tested it, like, twice with my friends, both times they made these guys with massive axes and just trivialized every combat yeah. encounter which Off fair course. enough yeah uh and then probably died because i had no survival skills uh and <laughs> i'm really sure i still have like the printed out pdf somewhere in my house I oh yeah dude that's that's legit hey if you have that you can scan it and then you know put into a pdf and we can <laughs> share it out <laughs> i hear you but i don't think i should uh -huh. <laughs> Just put a I disclaimer, like, this is this is done by uh twelve year old me or something, you know? Yeah, maybe maybe. I think I was like sixteen more more hey, along that yeah. line. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was ten years ago, so <laughs> I want to say I got better at stuff since. Hopefully. And maybe I should try it again. Who knows? Hey. So since uh, I effed up, can you give us a TLDR of what the main news is about, Rain? <laughs> right, sorry, again. The main news is about the Cypher system. Uh, if you guys don't know, this is an another type of tabletop RPG. There's Dungeons & Dragons, there's Pathfinder, there's Fate, Open RPG, and Cypher RPG is one of the 
I would I wouldn't say more famous one, but I know about it. So, yeah. Uh, and basically, so these guys are releasing their own kind of like cipher system open license to basically allow people to make, uh, make branch off of their games. Basically, it's kind of like how Pathfinder branched out from uh, Dungeons and Dragons 3.5. Uh, same thing with this one. They've basically opened up their, uh, they've opened up an open license so anybody can kind of create materials from their stuff, and also a system reference document if they want to refer rules or something like that. The three games that was created uh, for this particular one announced during the Origins Game Fair 2022 is the Mystery Flesh Pit National Park RPG. This GM... thing that looks like a belly button. Yeah, uh, apparently that one's kind of like a horror-ish kind of campaign. Uh, GM Roulette, which is basically an RPG where they want no prep. Uh, everybody gets to be the GM, and all about improvisation. I have no idea how what how that game would go, but yep. But finally, Blood and Crow, which is basically Shadowrun for Cipher. Ooh. Yeah, and then we talked about Crit making his making his making uh, his game and everything. So yeah, that's that's nice. Unplayed notes. Yeah. Sorry, can I just uh, to someone listening to this as like a part of a backlog? Once we make it really big, <laughs> if you know any like good zombie survival tabletops systems, I mean that are actually good, like uh, zombie specific, not like a general system. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like do hmm. do do send recommendations because I, I I got nothing, and all of my tabletop RPG friends also got nothing. So yeah. there's a lot of fantasy, but not. Not, I mean there there are kind of like the indie ones that you know does for sp- very specific things, but yeah, no yeah. no big ones. Yeah. But yeah. Either way. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, uh, other news that we have uh, going on this week is uh, I kind of came upon this article that talks about the node system. Uh, if you recall last week, we talked about Level Up Advance Five E, a really big branch off from the. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons 5e uh, they have like this node system where it help you to create your dungeon very easily the node stands for novelties obstacles discoveries escalation and set pieces they're kind of like five things that you should add to your dungeon to make it a little bit more variety and also uh, have what you call have engaging content for combat players for role players and also for exploratory players so yeah. Also, Next. it's escalations, not escalations. You read it wrong. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a typo. That's a typo in the article. Hey, uh, Battle of Lost Souls. Typo. Fix it. <laughs> uh, another thing is, uh, Paizo, the creator of Pathfinder, they have released a new adventure path called The Blood Lords. Uh, apparently, it is... I think it's like a vampire thing? One sec. Uh, yeah, the, is it, yeah. the Ghost King Geb rules a nation where living and undead work uneasily side by side. So yeah, it's about kind of like necromancy and your character become blood lords and kind of like rule this kind of like uh, large area, so to speak. So yeah, uh, this new adventure pathfinder come out and they have kind of like a guide on how for you to create character that perfectly fits the this particular adventure path. That's cool. Next, uh, the Critical Role producer, uh, the one that made a texting RPG, uh, 
their text, their, that RPG, uh, I think it's called Alice uh, something. Alice, Alice something. is missing. Alice is missing. Uh, it's being turned into a movie. So yeah, that sounds cool. I don't. I've never heard of the RPG myself. It's a. But it's a texting TTRPG. So you play it all via text, and it's only within ninety minutes. Well, there you go. And everybody yeah, takes like a role in like Alice's life and everybody just tried to like give information while also keeping a secret agenda of, of theirs you know it's a pretty cool thing it's, it's less about it's less of a TTRPG than it's more of a role just just a tabletop game nah, I mean you're role playing as someone's I don't know dad or someone's boyfriend or girlfriend you know See, but it's yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, if an indie if if a guy creates like an indie system, it's always like a very specific thing. I recall correctly, like there's a TTRPG specifically about sending messages to your lovers via flying pigeons or something like that. Like, it's that's the very specific system that it's built for. So, hey. And uh, finally, uh, one more rule is that uh, Pathfinder also is releasing their rule for update. So Pathfinder, like a D and D, they have kind of like a regular system, the eratas basically in D and D. So we have the rule updates for Pathfinder Society, and yeah, there's just more stuff uh, that they are updating. I haven't given, I haven't read through like every single changes, but uh, just something for people out there uh, should know. So yeah, that's everything for news this week. A little bit of a slow week, but yeah. Slow still a lot. Honestly. Slower than last week, I feel. I guess so. Yeah. Uh last week we had that sponsorship news, didn't we? Yeah. I think so. I think that was the main was it not? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh let's uh let's bring the mood down with our <laughs> Oh no! Bring the mood down. So a little context. Um, we have a whole sheet where we put in all our submissions for a, an episode, and uh, we're not supposed to read each other's materials. But somebody decided to read the title of the story for today, and they oh. were like, "No." Somebody was looking for their own submission to open it before <laughs> the thing ends. Uh-huh, their uh-huh. title was very long, and uh-huh. then he wanted to make sure that, you know, it was not their thing that they were opening, or rather, <laughs> not someone else's thing that they were opening, and then click. Look, look at it. It's even the same amount of lines and everything. <laughs> so I looked at it. Four lines, hypothetically. Maybe it wasn't me. Who knows? Uh, but yeah. <clears throat> anyway, and then please read. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into it. Um, okay, so today from r slash dnd by Gemma Demando, our DM, my husband, passed away and they're considering scrapping his game, the one he worked years on and I need to vent. So, uh, strap on. <laughs> It's oh, it's sad, yeah. but it's it, he the the OP wrote it more like um they're furious rather than sad sad you know, um so the OP starts it with uh I don't use Reddit often and I'm sorry if it comes out as a strange post I need to vent to people who can actually understand D and D, so my husband started playing D and D in the eighties second edition. 
He was a long time playing who knew how to play and make a game fun with his knowledge. He stopped playing for a long time and after his brother's kids turned 16, we all started playing as a family five years ago. So we don't play every week but often enough to stay engaged. My husband worked tirelessly on hand-drawn maps, customized missions and quests, items, and put a lot of energy into it. His games were organized and harmonious. He spent a lot of time reading books and online to perfect his campaign. We had fun, we laughed, and it was easy, it was easy to visualize what we were doing. So during our game, our nephew, 16 at the time, took over as DM with my husband as a mentor uh, for a few times to get the feel of things. His game weren't perfect, but his efforts were appreciated. His main issue, however, is he doesn't know the rules and wings it 90% of the time. He also doesn't listen to everyone's choice, just accept the first answer he hears and continue his campaign regardless of what the group wants or what other players want to do. His father being the loudest, so the game is 90% led by his dad, my husband's younger brother. So basically, um, what, uh, the nephew was like, um, kind of uh, trying to take over the mantle from the OP's husband and it's always backed by OP's husband's younger brother so an example of how the game will go like uh, DM will say so you're entering the castle and a person welcomes you the OP's brother-in-law I stab him another prayer well no I think we should talk to him first then the nephew, well, my dad already stabbed him and he's dead. Like, wait, what? So, like, he he just goes to basically the first thing anybody says with, without, like, considering if the party wants to, like, discuss with each other first. So, my husband believed in everyone having a voice in the game, not just one person, and considered everyone's possible move. My husband and our DM died eight months ago. It was sudden, no warning, a shock to everyone in the family and for me. Uh, it's, still, it's the most difficult time in my life, if still. After the funeral, we took a break from playing, um, but then we resumed playing in his honor. My nephew, now 20, as our new DM. So, same campaign, but way less organized and a lot more chaotic. We had a few meetings regarding our issues to readjust. I voiced what my husband would have wanted for the game as we discussed it out of character at home. So they listened, but our nephew pretty much blaming us for not speaking up more being the cause of the chaos. When we explained that we need at least two seconds to consider our action and that by the time we had an idea, the father had already spoken and the final decision made, our nephew just told us we had to think faster than his dad if he wanted our choice to be picked. Um, we played yesterday and it was chaotic, not enjoyable. After the game, my nephew complained that we argue too much and he doesn't want to DM anymore. Like, yeah, we argue because we want to play too, but you don't hear us. So he left the house angry. Then two hours later, in our D&D family group chat, I read that he talked to his dad. Only him. And they decided to start a new campaign to make things easier for everyone and give us a chance to relearn our character because we're bad players. So... They want to scrap all the hard work my husband put in his game and completely shit on his legacy as a DM. We literally just got to level 10 after playing so long. 
We're comfortable with our characters. They're fun to play now that we can do more damage and are more versatile as well. I'm so furious. Last night before sleeping, I talked to my husband out loud in case ghosts can actually hear us. How upset I was with his family. I seriously don't understand how they can just shoo aside all his work when our issues could be fixed by solving our communication problems. Like, I saw him stay up all night to draw maps and read and work on puzzles from scratch, all for his work to go bye-bye like that. It's unthinkable to me. Anyway, thanks for listening. Jesus H. Christ. What? Uh, what about... uh, nothing, I know nothing. Uh, just no, give, give just your... the story, really. Uh, this is just like bad DM case syndrome. This is like, oh, this is how DMing should be, and they don't know otherwise. They don't want to know otherwise by the sound yeah. of it. Like, the pe people told him that's you know that's not the way that they want to play it but he seems to just ignore it and blame other people rather than trying to you know what maybe you're right let's try a different way for now yeah and like uh, honestly it's like i think I i'm not sure about the rest of the the rest of the family though i mean one for one thing it's actually great that a family plays D, &D together like here i can't even imagine it um yeah. uh but it also feels like the the nephew only wants to play with his dad and they only want to play with each other which is why they decided to start a new campaign i think which kind of makes sense to be honest but i here's the part that i'm not too sure whether or not like um just the two of them the nephew and uh and his dad left or did they take the whole group away as well? I've not started a new campaign. He's just suggesting to start a new campaign. And that's why she's pissed. No, they decided to start a new campaign. Yeah, exactly. They have not started it yet. I guess so. Yeah. But still, like, I, I guess this part is really sad. Um, not sad. Like, I feel like this is something I would do if, let's say, my husband died and I'm so pissed off i would do this as well like dude i know you're out there listen to me <laughs> kind of thing um but yeah it's just it's it's a it's a bit sad because um it feels like op was the only one who really wanted to kind of uh immemorialize is that the right word i'm not sure crit would immortalize would be better immortalize i guess so but yeah at least kind of play the campaign to the end although like yeah it's it's just sad that the nephew is just a doesn't like not written i guess like uh another way to look at it is op is kind of expecting the nephew to be to uh, be a better dm but the nephew just want to dm his own way kind of thing yeah i mean he's a kid um, he's twenty. Well, like he's a kid. I'm just a year but... younger than him. Yeah, yeah. you're a kid too. <laughs> it's simple as simple as. Uh, okay, obviously I'm like not a kid, but he's young. Um, yeah. <laughs> like me, what? me first DMing is like very different than, compared to now, and I feel like he still has a room to grow. He just doesn't see it yet. Or he exactly. Yeah. Like, my my DMing career between like the ages of sixteen and twenty is uh 
big black hole and if <laughs> Rylak is in this chat right now he can confirm that <laughs> it was weird and bullshit. Uh, but yeah, um, I feel kind of bad for the kid among other things because obviously his father has influence over him. Mm. And um, I also feel bad for OP because it's her husband's legacy and uh, looking at this really scares me about dying because Aww. like... You know, my campaign's gonna be out there one day when I die, and I'm not gonna oh be. God, able to... yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tackle that. I, I, I need, I need to write down at least the outline of the campaign so that you know, if I die, people can continue it if they want to. You know. Yeah. I'll take over if something happens in the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Alvar said, "Don't worry, Crit. I'll handle your, I'll handle your campaign good and hard." Is that an oh, ease Albert, to you? <laughs> Albert, I would not let you touch my campaign. <laughs> um, I introduce a bunch of fucking kobolds into the campaign, I bet. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if I can run Rain's campaign, though, I'll be honest. I don't think I can. I believe in you. No! Okay, believe in me that believes in you. Stop it! <laughs> That's believe in me, they believe in you. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> the OP. So some people mentioned like uh, you could uh, another way for OP to um, immortalize her, her husband's legacy is by consider publishing them online if they keep copies of notes and maps. So the OP is says the OP says I do. I strangely collected them after we used them. My husband was like. Why do you want to keep it? We won't use it anymore. But like a proud wife, I took them and put them all in a folder. Which I think is very sweet. Which I feel like it I... It is very sweet. Like... Can we find these files somewhere? <laughs> what do you mean? The well, file? I, I mean... You know, don't want to let it go to waste, right? That's true. Let's see. Uh... I don't think the OP mentioned anything anymore. Uh, I don't think yeah, I put anything yet. Yeah, it's a bit long. Can you yeah. link it, like, bookmark it and come back to it later or something? <laughs> That's Probably, true. Yeah. But uh, you see that uh, URL, Adventures of Galder. Apparently, it's a subreddit oh. dedicated dedicated for GMs that passed away and like they want to continue, like like you know to remember uh, okay, TTRPG have... players who has passed away. I have no idea why this thread is not continuing. Hold on. That's uh... so tragic. I totally use Reddit often, guys. I just I don't know what's going on. No, no, you not knowing how to use Reddit makes you cooler. Don't worry. Really? I don't. Yes. Does it make me old? No, it makes what? you cool no, and not a Reddit you... nerd. Oh, there you go. Who? The I figured it out. This is no, some... it still does not open. Yeah, this one. Our Adventures of Galder. Yeah, read the description actually. Let's see. Originally in commemoration of user some hairy guy a dnd player who passed away from cancer so we all came together to remember him as galder the conjurer and now adventures of galder has bended to remember any ttrpg player who has passed away and this sub you will find disease players whom we all remember together by incorporating their characters and any other creations to adventures and backstories through all rpg worlds homebrewed or official Aww. i hope That's we'll be nice. post here somewhere like, yeah if you guys have time, you want to go through all of this. Oh, they even have like disease players. You could see if Gemma the Mendo ma made any uh, submissions here. But yeah. I'll be keeping an eye out. 
Um, War, you wanted to say something? Uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> no. Alright. I, I want to keep an eye out, but it scares me, because um, right now in my campaign we had two players leave, right? As well yeah. as like, players change their characters and whatnot. And we had a profoundly tragic moment recently where like the party's paladin, who is the only remaining party member from the original group, turned around and was like, Oh, you guys remember when we were at the desert? And all the other characters were new characters. And she was oh. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it was so sad because she was the only one who remembered and survived. Oh. Everyone else was like either out or dead. And... Yeah. I can imagine, kind of already imagine shitty TikTok. Uh, being made out of, out of that. Yeah. Hey guys, remember we went to the desert and sad music begins playing and yeah. like no 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 other players and then flashback to the old party and then like yeah. oh, the paladin in a nursing home. <laughs> oh god. We had that we had that moment in like some of our campaigns. Like I think Skillian Rogues the first one also because so many people changed their characters. So many left and come and we had the same thing happen with like uh Agatha 12 as well because like there is at least that one we still have the original three players three characters so it doesn't feel too alone you know because yeah you know, the campaign started with like seven players yeah and now there's three plus one you crit yeah so yeah gg but yeah scary stuff just another uh, added thing before we close the story so some people also mentioned like why don't the OP try DMing the campaign themselves so uh, she said uh, she has considered it but um, she doesn't even know how to do it in a way that can honor him because like how do you even learn how to DM you know like he do she doesn't know how to start DMing without him there helping and like I can totally relate. It's just... Damn. The best advice to how to learn how to DM is... Just do it. Literally just yep. do it. Yeah. Yep. Trial by fire, guys. Like, you always ask, like, how do I... What book should I read? What video should I watch? Do it. It's One or two players. Because I mean... fire can burn you. The worst thing that can happen out of a bad session is everybody going like, Oh, well, you know, you're a new DM, so whatever. And... That's yeah. the end of it. Yeah. Everybody will be fun. understanding, yeah. Just, just do it. Somewhere, but, you know, just don't be weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's a void. I think the OP is just feeling like there's a big, big shoes to fill, you know. That's and, true. And I, can, I can imagine, I can imagine them feeling that way. Well, anyway, let's uh let's close this chapter. Maybe go to something a bit more hardy, right? Right, crit. Oh, sorry, not crit. War. <laughs> I... It's fun, right? War. Fun, right? Fun, right? Right. Fun. Right. Fun. right. Is, we'll have we'll have a dandy time now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, in, in, I in, like in, already. In a similar uh fashion of remembrance and um. God, I'm I'm failing words again. God damn it. Lovely. Nostalgia? Yes, in, fa in familiar fashion of remembrance and nostalgia. We have a grand homebrew item for today that will hopefully lighten everyone's mood. Uh, called Grandma's Bowler. A wondrous uh, item, a wondrous uncommon item found in the Un Arth Unearthed Arcana subreddit. 
posted by our winner uh, check it out he has two more others uh, um, homebrew items that have custom art and also translated in another language I believe I forgot is this Greek crit or is it Russia or I'm not too uh. sure I'm sorry don't be racist. Uh, let me see. Let me, I'm let me sure. See. I, that's why I'm asking. Is I it, think it's Russian, Russian, right? That's Russian, right? Yeah, that, that okay. would be definitely one of the Slavic ones. It's kind of blurry because I'm not watching the height definition. There, there, there so I can have font. stable connections. There, there that is Cyrillic, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's just the language. Cyrillic. There is a weird font with the language. So, yeah. So, yeah it, it is Cyrillic. Whatever, what language it is. Yeah. Okay. Albert says let's, it's Russian. Check it out. No, Russian. Oh, there you go. Thanks, ah, Albert. There you go. <laughs> Alright, thank you very much. But let's uh, let's focus on the part, the one that we can actually read. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I can read the Russian. Okay. Yeah, but I can't. And like <laughs> three out of four people in this table can't. Well, Albert and I will get it. Won't you do the English one? I want to check and do the Russian one. Oh, oh. I will not. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Custom nope. art uh, made by uh, credit below Black Nix Black Lynx Zellier in Black Here, I have a bigger one here. Black. Oh, I can't read. Black Lynx Lynx Layer. Yeah. I, I genuinely detect myself <laughs> if I'm dyslexic. Dyslexic, dyslexic or not. <laughs> Dyslexic. <laughs> oh god. What is a dyslexic? No. Okay, let's not get into it. Anything. Don't Google it. <laughs> I am tempted. One second. Go on. Anyway, Grandma's Bowler is uh, a bowler that suits both an old lady or a trendy dandy individual. And it always smells of freshly cooked meat soup. So, effectively, it's an apparel item, as wondrous items are most. And. It's, uh, I feel like we can, like, sum it up. We can make it, uh, look like whatever we want in terms of, like, uh, how it fits the campaign theme. But then, yeah, this is what the main item is. And the effect of this wondrous item is that whenever you flip the bowler open and say a magic command phrase, uh, a wonderful meal is prepared, uh, is prepared on the bowl, on the bowler hat, and it's able to fit feel fill five persons of five hung, fulfill the hunger of five persons and it's a one-time use per uh once per use i uh charge per day item god that's, why uh, that's a simple item that's yeah. pretty good i okay. i can already imagine like a like a crazy wizard type character you know flipping the hat and like starts eating food from the <laughs> you know from, from the hat just with his hand you know it's like the equivalent of takeout. <laughs> you got a better um, one? Imagine uh, you pull up to someone and you want to be charming, like, oh, well, my name is whatever, you know, and like tip your hat, and as you tip your hat, just beans start to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, um, it, the food in question uh, is based on the memory of. Uh, there's the most nostalgic memory of the user who activated it. So ah. the food can be anything. It's has it just has to be nostalgic to the user. Uh -huh. I'm just imagining the ones that has like cereal in there, just dry cereal, no milk, just cereal. Oh. <laughs> um, why? 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 Nice. 
<laughs> but but it doesn't it doesn't say if like it will tip over once you wear it. Like does it say that? Oh no! Uh, it, uh, the food magically comes appears? out once oh. you say the magic word. Yeah, that makes yeah. more and sense. Then, I mean, I who feel... knows? Maybe maybe the magic word's milady, so like he doesn't milady. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. That's what I was thinking. Like oh, Gary falls out of the hat. <laughs> yeah, like like. Sorry, you just... that's my dead grandma. That's my apologies. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you she gave it to me because I was her favorite grandson. Of course, I'm a very nice guy. This never happens, you know. This is the first time. Oh my god, guys! Guys, I'm physically cringing. Derail us any harder? Yeah. So, magic hat, free flavored apparel item, whatever you want. If if it was, if I had this item, I would have made this my top hat. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, this would be nice, like such hearty stew or something like. Uh, meal on the on the go so yeah um something very light and simple for this week uh we'll catch up with some big uh subclasses next week yeah. uh, so stay tuned for that so yeah that's all for homebrews for this week <laughs> very sure okay that's uh, closing thoughts sure yeah. i do have a very similar for, uh, item to this in my campaign by the way oh uh, uh, which Ooh. is it, it's it's a saucepan you can use uh -huh. it as a melee weapon, and it deals one d six bludgeoning. Uh -huh. um, you can also put it on your hat, oh, on your head as a hat, and it's a plus one to your AC. And uh, you can also use it for cooking. And if you put it over a fire and fill it with like any kind of organic matter, it will be edible. Regardless. Oh wow! Yeah, just need water and <laughs> organic material, and you'll make something out of it. And my party has been eating nothing but dirt soup for about three weeks in game. Oh, because <laughs> technically dirt is organic. <laughs> Assholes. <It's cool. laughs> Albert asks, "What about the mimic axe? Didn't that have a hidden ability where it can produce food?" Uh, produce food? Well, um. The the wielder was the food, so if you want to look at it that way. The but unfortunately, <laughs> I gave the party's fighter a mimic axe, but it never uh, fucking sprung into effect because the guy switched characters, unfortunately. But uh... with the axe is still out there. The the axe is still out there because it got stolen from him, like <laughs> in character when he switched. It's gonna come back one day. You'll see <laughs> when you least expect it. But also, the mimic X always returns. Uh, this ability also reminds me of like one of your races that can do the sunlight skip with the Wartel. Oh yeah, Doesn't the Wartel can produce food. It's like five people. I think it's like one person. It's one d four fruits. It's kind of like goodberry, uh, but yeah, it's it's one d four fruits, and yeah, once you eat it, it's basically f filling food for uh, one day. It's a really good fruit. And heals you by one hit point. Because why Sheesh. not? One hit point. I know. Crazy, right? Oh, generous. Can actually, oh, can actually, can actually <laughs> heal you from a stab wound, that one. <laughs> uh, question. Uh, yeah. What's your take on Goodberry being used like an emergency revive button? Because it heals oh, you for oh, one. That is true. Beat people. Do you not uh, know that? Yeah, 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 yeah,
Like, the, go ahead. We've been is, doing that since 3.5. <laughs> the thing is, we, we always use good berry just for when we need food, not really for healing, so that's like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's, like a, that's a cool emergency revive. It's like, it requires an action, but yeah. basically it allows everybody to have a better version of Spider Dying. Like, goddamn. Well, not even Spider Dying, it bumps you up to one to revive. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. But, but so a better version of Spider Dying makes you stable. Spider Dying makes you stable. Yeah, exactly, a better one. <laughs> it's a better one, because better. they just straight away go up, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, go ahead if you want. Attack. If you want to... Uh, I mean, you've, you've always wasted a spell slot just, you know, to keep the party fed, so, you know. I think it's fine. Good, good. Go ahead, use it. And um, if you have a druid in your party and you want to waste a spell slot for it, then you have essentially, what, 10 stockpiles with that? Yeah, or yep. you know, if you want to traumatize your party by just feeding them exclusively berries that are spicy. <laughs> when you're like traversing a cold desert, it's, it's great. <laughs> I mean, it helps, right? <laughs> yeah, but then you'll hear. Stop complaining! <laughs> you'll hear the party goes like, berries again! Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so quick intervention before we go to the final, uh, final, se uh, final section with crit. We, we made a game. It's called Jamie and the Warrior Princess for <laughs> for a, a game jam. It's by Killer Rogues Digital. So we now have a we now have a game subsidiary. Even though like nothing is official, we just like to use this name for everything. So uh. Yeah. Hey, if you guys like to play games, and this is a shooter game, so you see, you go pew, pew to people and like, yeah, uh, give it a look. Okay, very fast. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's turn it back to. Oh, before that, this is all drawn by Rain. You'll see a familiar art style to our avatars. Yeah, a little bit less refinement because you know I had to draw it within. I think within like one day or something for all the art, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a Vampire Survivor's clone, yes. A little bit more extra because instead of just grabbing items on the field, you have to actually... Uh, you can pick what weapon you want, but you have to manage the power of the item. That's the whole thing, the theme about this, this uh, game jam, which is power and numbers. So, uh, you gotta power up those abilities yourself. And Kurt was just complaining to me about the game beforehand, but we'll talk about that I off really session. Hope <laughs> 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 uh, you guys can also play it and review it. Going and talking shit to Rain. Yeah, you know, yeah. Go numbers. ahead. Put 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 in the comments. <laughs> It'll let me know. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not good. <laughs> anyway, if anyone wants to play, up, uh, I put the link in the chat, and we'll, you'll, if this is on backlog, you'll also see the link in description. Okay, yeah. so back to main content. Crit, let's go. Let's let's just wrap it all up with a with a bow and great things. Let's go. Yes. So uh, today's story comes from a user Knight nine nine one zero, and it was posted on RPG Glory Stories, which is where I get most of our content. No um, and today's story is kind of short, um, but it invites both dungeon masters and players to retell similar stories and share experiences which is kind of why right. i picked it so 
The title is Evil Party Decides to Be Good One Time and is Rewarded. One of my proudest moments as a Dungeon Master. Ah. So, in one of my games, 3.5 if you care, my players visited a magical vault created by an eccentric wizard to guard some ancient artifact. All of the enemies were magic artificial life forms created to guard the place, and four bosses, each of which were based on one of the four elements. The boss of the water dungeon was a giant squid man, who I decided to play super melancholy, being the only monster in the dungeon smart enough to realize that he's not real, and exists for the, no other purpose than to be eventually killed Aww. by some adventurer. Serious existential shit here. <laughs> Damn. I know, right? So, the party decided to take a pity on him, and uh, tried to give him some sort of an afterlife. The only way they could think to do so was for the incubus in the party to energy drain him to death, oh. which would presumably send his essence to the abyss, where he would become a demon. Or at least the incubus rolled high enough diplomacy to convince the boss that's how it would work. And he let them kill him without a fight in hopes of getting a life after death. Oh, wow. And Dang. That's where the cool part starts. <laughs> that, so, that's really smart. Fast forward about a year or so of game, and the party has either forgotten about the monster or assumed it was a one-off thing that would never come up again. The party was now taking a ship to another dungeon, and they get attacked by a pirate queen. Her Stahugin? Is that the pronunciation? Stahugin, yeah, I think so. Stahugin. Minions and her pet sea monster. A few bad rolls and the party is uh, quickly in over their heads. Our necromancer is in the sea monster's mouth and will be fish food next turn, while its tail is smashing down the incubus to keep him from saving the guy. The hexblade is sworn by Sahagin, it's not going very well. That's when the tentacles burst out from water, grab the sea monster and drag it down. The party starts freaking out about how they have to deal with this thing now. Yeah. <laughs> then they hear its voice in their heads, telling them that the plan actually worked. And the panic freakout becomes a joy freakout instead. Aww. <laughs> I always love it when I can pull something like this off. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Callbacks are always great. It, so especially, nice though, especially if it's, you know, an evil campaign, right? Doing, yeah. And they do the one good thing and it comes back, you know? Yeah. Where it makes men reconsider if they should continue being evil after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good, though. I don't think, I don't think we have anything like this, right, Anna? Am I, am I wrong? I No, we usually get instant gratification. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like we saved that that uh, that old man in the dungeon, and then turns out he's a like a high-ranking sorcerer. Uh, we found that out like immediately after. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of the time it's uh, I don't know. Uh, that's usually. To me, at least, if this thing happens in my campaign, it's because, like, I accidentally remember, oh, wait, that thing. I can put this here, right? Might as well. And, and, yeah, 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 yeah. So usually if that happens with me, most probably that is the case. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember if there are any, like, 
long time callbacks or anything, but the only thing is like the one that I really, really planned, which is, you know, the whole false Hydra reveal. <laughs> yeah, that one was the one that was like, whoa, what is this Deus Ex Machina uh, that keeps happening to us? So. Yeah, so this whole time uh, you guys have five other party members helping you guys yeah, that you don't remember and anymore. And we don't, and we're gonna die. <laughs> nah, we'll be fine. You guys have Artyom now. Oh. Wow. Well, not not now, not this session. <laughs> Next. <laughs> wow. <laughs> have fun with dungeon boss thing. <laughs> I'll be there in spirit. Damn. We shall see. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... I mean, in my campaign, I like to do the opposite of what happened here, uh, oh. and you know, because the party is good. If they do something evil, I have it bite them on the ass later. Ah, okay. Kind of my yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, really. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Uh, again, if Rylak is in the chat, prayer emoji. Uh, he he does that thing where it's like, oh, remember the peasant you said fuck off when he asked you for something like seventeen sessions ago? Yeah. Well, that peasant has been in the background of the campaign, There's amassing <laughs> ways to fuck with you, and now he's back. <laughs> I have an army of peasants, and you're fucked. So that's almost how I lost my level 8 ranger there. <laughs> Risk. I, I but, feel yeah. like it's more likely... That happens more. I feel like it's more likely for the player to like turn their tail, to turn it, to do this to the dungeon master than like, Hey, remember that NPC we helped years ago? We're gonna go and ask for their help now. And you be like, yeah. oh yeah, I put that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that I'm, I'm imagining that's that's the case here as well. I don't I don't think like he remember. It's only like at that time like ah oh, shit the party's dying. What should I do? That we could do that. Oh, it'd be so cool. And you just you know tell the story and everything. I I have something like that for my campaign. Uh, when I'm doing prep, usually uh, I outline the story of what will happen in the session, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I look through the entire list of NPCs in my campaign. Mm-hmm. And kind of see if it makes sense for any of them to be involved in this. Instead of creating uh, new ones, I bring back old ones who might yeah. be in that place or yeah, definitely, that fit definitely. the narrative purpose. And you know, the party always likes to see like a character they haven't seen since level three just randomly show up and be like drunk in a tavern, ranting about <laughs> wanting to fight ice trolls. You know, it's always nice. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I love true. I love throwbacks to like anything that I've done back like way first level. You know, it's like. Oh man, I remember you. You were there when I was like level one. It was great. Now I'm like level sixteen, and you're still here. It's great, you know. <clears throat> yeah. And I do the same with my two groups because it's two groups at the same time in the same world, and I have people reference the other group, and their actions and their actions sometimes, you know, echo around the world, uh. and that's always very very fun as well when they get the reference. Yeah. It's like there was these five weirdos and a goat. <laughs> oh, that's dumb luck, right? Five weirdos and a goat. Yeah. So um, before we end, I think we have time for one more discussion. So uh, I found this in r slash D&D. And it, I've been thinking about it for weeks. And I don't understand what is going on. So maybe like fellow DMs can like... Give me 
of what am I missing here because basically the post is just about my player quoted I don't like sand it's coarse rough and gets everywhere what should I do ban and the description just says after fighting a juiced up air elemental and getting dusted around the sandy arena he walked to the center and said this I don't like sand it's coarse rough and gets everywhere well, what do I do? I already have horrible things planned for his character's family due to plot, so that's off the table. Anything else? So, Heads up if nobody understands that reference. I understand no. that reference, <laughs> but I don't understand what it's trying to imply here. Yeah, I don't either. I don't understand. Listen, okay, I, I understand. The yeah. player deserves nothing less than death, not characters. <laughs> what? Death. What is going for, on? For, for getting the quote wrong. <laughs> it's, it's coarse, it's rough, and, and irritating. It's irritating. And it's irritating. Ah, and it gets everywhere. It's irritating. Wait, this is not the original quote? I th this no, is no, the no, only no. one I've known. No, no, the no, quote a little the bit. Full, a little bit the, more. Quote, the full quote it's is coarse, I don't like rough, that. And it's coarse, it's rough, and it, it's irritating. It gets everywhere. Exactly how he said it. <laughs> basically, basically, the GM doesn't want to accidentally create Darth Vader after, you know, murdering his whole family. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't Wait, watch Star Wars, sense. so I have no idea. I, cause I've been you never looking... watched Star Wars? I don't. I don't like space. Anything about space terrifies the... me to death. I know, like the, the only water. people who haven't seen Star Wars are the characters from Star Wars, and that's because they live through Star Wars. Come on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't That's also a reference, by the way, that was How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, but yeah, I think the GM just doesn't want to accidentally create a Darth Vader and change his campaign to an evil campaign. <laughs> I see. Oh my god. Dude, I've been like thinking about it and I keep coming back to this post and just see if anybody wants to explain and I just, I I say nothing. Like, this so makes what sense. What you're saying is we can, we can drop prequel memes around you and you just... Straight up won't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's power. <laughs> yeah. Wait, she's the GM and we start dropping all the prequel memes. <laughs> <Yo. Let's go. laughs> Next campaign. We use it as secret <laughs> Great of your reference. Next campaign, I know. I know. Keep it. Keep it. Keep Yes. <laughs> I told you we're gonna make a campaign for uh, the wedding present. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that's it for today's episode i hope everybody had fun um and yeah we'll see you guys next week although crit won't be here i hope uh crit fans won't be too sad uh, he said he'll try to make it but let's not let's not bring him out of his vacation because like it's a vacation dude Go yeah, okay. Matt, I'll be in hungary i need to get away from there mentally at least for an hour wow. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I'll, like I said, I'll I'll try to make it. I possibly, probably will have time because it's like a seven day vacation and it's one hour out of it in the midday. So mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll see. Albert, so, so what you're saying is next week will be an upgrade. <laughs> oh. uh, next week there will be fewer viewers because and also I won't be there. You know, so well we're planning. I gotta to... be there. We're planning to get a, a guest character, a guest 
uh, one of our other friends to like fill in for crit while he's gone, but we'll see how it is next week. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, while we wait for what's going to happen next week, you just have to stay tuned to see if Crit's gonna be here or not, and if we'll have a guest or not. Uh, but in the meantime, stay safe, and feel free to enjoy your healthy dose of D&D memes on your way out. And, yeah. and also enjoy weird rain noises. Rain noises? <laughs>